St. Barack Obama appears not to be too much of a saint. Hunter Biden might finally be in some trouble. Or is he in trouble? And we have websites for everything, so I ask you, why not for this? This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. I hope you had a great day yesterday. And now we need to get to some news. Okay, so we got a we got a bunch of news today, and I I've got a big question at the end of all this news. I really do have a big question at the end. I'm going to ask it. So first first piece of news: Hunter Biden is expected to be indicted on federal gun charges. Now the special counsel David Weiss team had said that Hunter Biden will be indicted on federal gun charges. It will be a felony. It will be by September 29th. Now, don't forget, this was after a plea deal was rejected by a judge on two misdemeanor counts of tax evasion, which, by the way, we're not talking $25 he was laid on. We're talking millions of dollars he avoided in taxes. He, he got a misdemeanor, and then this gun charge was supposed to initially be a diversion charge, which means it wouldn't even be on his record. So this guy was going to get off on nothing, basically. And by the way... All this, the gun charges, the gun charge, and the tax evasion, it's there's no question about where this money is coming from. Most of this money came from Ukraine, Russia, and China. Of course, we also have, know he's got money from Romania, money from Kazakhstan, money from Mexico. None of that is being looked at. It was just tax evasion. So... The judge saw this, and the judge said, listen, this is a crap deal. He's got to be convicted on something, not two misdemeanors that are going to be ignored in six years and on millions of dollars of tax evasion. And a gun charge, which is a felony, is going to go to a diversion, which, by the way, doesn't even make sense. How do you divert a gun charge? He lied on a federal form. So that didn't work out. So... This guy is now saying that we're going to charge him, we're going to indict him on a gun charge. Now, you might say to yourself, yay, finally, they got him on something. I mean, it took five years. We got him on something. They're going to they're gonna charge him. He's probably going to get jail time for something like that. It's very unlikely he wouldn't get jail time. Here's the thing. The charge itself could just be a smokescreen to ignore absolutely everything else. So let's say Hunter Biden gets indicted, and that's the only thing he gets indicted on. This is what a lot of pundits are saying. Well, yeah, he could get indicted on this gun charge, and then meanwhile, the tax evasion charges are dropped by the federal government, and all the investigations are stopped after that. So not a lot of people are thrilled with this. They say, we got to see which I think is the best way to handle this is we've got to see because the reality of the matter is Joe Biden's in trouble, Hunter Biden's in trouble, all the corruption is coming out, it's not being hidden, Congress is investigating this, this is not going to go away, a gun charge and let's say he gets the max which is five years in prison, none of that's going to change. 
it's all going to come out. So everybody be patient. Uh, do not celebrate this indictment. It really means nothing because it's the underlying stuff that we need to take a look at. For example, I'm still more curious about the tax evasion. I'd like to know where that money came from. Of course, no one's asking. So it's going to have to be up to Republicans to actually do something about this. Or they pull a Donald Trump indictment and the states are going to have to go and indict. So, for example, Delaware, in this case, Delaware would never indict because that's where the crime took place. But Delaware should indict. So we're going to have to see where this is going to go. I'm not thrilled with this. Let's just see what happens. I think this is all a farce. This guy is going to get off. There are so many other questions that need to be answered, and nobody is answering. For example, the, all the, the question about the voicemail that Hunter left about how he is paying half of his father's exp expenses. He's using half his salary to pay his father's expenses. This hasn't been questioned. No one is asking anything about this. While he was vice president, Joe Biden had five different aliases uh, for emails that Hunter was Hunter and Hunter's business partners were sending to Joe Biden while he was vice president. That stuff hasn't been released yet by the National Archive for some reason. And the Biden administration won't give permission to release it. What is in those emails? Why can't we see those emails? Now, we hear from Republican senators and Republican House members, they've seen those emails and they're damning. But we haven't seen those yet. And the Biden administration won't allow, won't allow the release of those. And then the other question is, why isn't the National Archive releasing them? Because the National Archive's in the pocket of the Democrats, because it's a bureaucracy, and that's what bureaucracies do. They protect their protectors. And there are a lot of questions here. You know, it's funny. There are so many people who could win a Pulitzer Prize just by investigating something. And that bring, that's going to bring us to Barack Obama in a few minutes, our first real story. Because, oh, wow. Tucker Carlson, it, Tucker Carlson no longer in Fox, he could win a Pulitzer Prize by no longer being fettered by Fox News. Probably the best thing that's ever happened to Tucker Carlson and his journalism career is that he got released from Fox News. We're going to find out. We'll get to that. We're not there yet. So let's, let's, let's go on to our next news story. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation Trust has decided to buy 1.7 million shares of Anheuser-Busch's Bud Light worth about $95 million, $95 million, according to a regulatory filing. Now, understand something. Bud Light has lost a ton since this Dylan Mulvaney incident. They've lost something like 30% of their market share. Uh, they have lost a ton of profit. So you might be asking yourself, why would Bill and Melinda Gates actually buy stock in Bud Light. Well, there could be a couple of reasons. The, the most obvious reason is the stock is not worth crap anymore. So maybe they're buying up the stock because they figure, oh, it's going to go back up and they'll make millions of dollars. And let's face it, 95 million sounds like a lot to me and you. To Bill Gates, that's nothing. To the Bill Gates Foundation, that that's zero. That means nothing to them. 
hundred million dollars. He's worth tens of billions of dollars. He doesn't care about ninety-five million. The other question is, could this be a way for Bill Gates to pull? Could this pull Bud Light out of the gutter? Maybe Bill Gates figures if I'm investing in Bud Light, the stock will go up and he'll make billions of dollars again. I don't think that'll happen. Bill Gates is not a popular guy. He is a lefty. And folks do not like Bill Gates. I don't think more people are going to buy Bud Light because Bill Gates put in $95 million. So that may not be it. And then the third question this, that you could ask is, is this a great reset thing? Bill Gates is a member of the WEF, the World Economic Forum. He loves the idea of the Great Reset. He has been to Davos. He has talked about the Great Reset. He is all in on it. His foundation is all in on it. Could this be a way for him to actually help Bud Light out now that they're not making any money? I mean, it's possible. That's more of a conspiracy theory than I'm willing to accept. I don't think so. I think he sees the stock as cheap. He thinks the stock will eventually rebound, and eventually it will. It would have rebounded a long time ago if they had just said, hey, sorry, we won't do that again. But we'll have to see where that is going. I have no idea why he would invest into that. I personally think it's the first option. I think it's because the stock was cheap and they figured, hey, let's invest in it. It'll, it'll rebound eventually. A federal judge, in our third story, a federal judge has uh, ordered Texas to remove floating buoys from the Rio Grande River no later than September 15th. So Greg Abbott is doing, Greg, Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, is doing everything he possibly can to stem the tide of illegal immigration. He set up a wall. He tried to rebuild the wall that Trump had stopped. The federal government stopped him. He tried to add shipping containers uh, to, to create a makeshift wall on the border so people couldn't climb through. The federal government stopped him. He tried putting National Guard and more border patrol on the border to stop the stem of illegal immigration. The federal government stopped him. Now he tried to set up the pontoons so that people couldn't swim across the uh, river that's between the United States and Mexico. The government sued, and now a judge stopped him. I mean, this guy is doing more than the federal government is doing to try and stop illegal immigration because it's effing up his state. It really is. So the federal government sued. They got the buoys removed by September 15th. Uh, the buoys are not going anywhere as of right now. They will. They're going to they're gonna be pulled because the government of Texas is suing the federal government. As a matter of fact, this is what Abbott said in a statement. Quote, Today's court decision merely prolongs the President Biden's willful refusal to acknowledge that Texas is rightfully stepping up to do the job that he should have been doing all along. This ruling is incorrect and will be overturned on appeal. We No, it won't be. It will not be overturned on appeal. I'll explain why in a second. 
We will continue to utilize every strategy to secure the border, including deploying Texas National Guard soldiers and Department of Public Safety troopers and installing strategic barriers. Our battle to defend Texas, so Texas sovereign authority to protect lives from the chaos caused by the President Biden's open border policies has only begun. Texas is prepared to take the fight all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court. Here's the thing, they will lose if they go all the way, even if this does go all the way to the Supreme Court. Chances are the Supreme Court will see this and will reject it. And why? Because it is not a state's job to protect the federal border, to protect a federal border. It is the federal government's job to protect the federal border. And Texas is not the federal government. So they're not allowed to do this. What this also shows is that it is this government's willful goal to open these borders. They are going out of their way to open these borders. They want the borders open. That's this administration's policy. It is illegal because we already have federal laws that say you need to protect the border. Hell, the Constitution says it. But this, gov this government is not going to do it. That's their policy. They've opened the border and... Every lawsuit has failed. So Greg Abbott, he can try all he wants. This is not going to work. He's going to lose. So this brings us to the other question. Stop sending busloads, 60, 70 busloads of illegal aliens to Los Angeles, Chicago, Boston, Washington, D.C., New York City, Delaware. Stop sending them. Stop sending busloads. Start sending plane loads. Start sticking C sticking all these illegal aliens in C-17s and dropping them off. Not not a thousand here or there. Start sending tens of thousands here and there to these cities. Let them deal with it. And they they're not blaming Joe Biden right now. They will eventually. They're getting very close. Uh, Eric Adams in New York. Is getting real close, and Kathy Hochul, or they're getting real close to telling Biden, "You got to do something." They're already doing in Boston. They're already saying, "Hey, we gotta, we can't deal with this." Los Angeles is falling. Los Angeles mayor is now saying that, "Hey, we're not a sanctuary city." Bullshit! You are a sanctuary city. You guys declared yourself as the council voted to be a sanctuary city, and California is a sanctuary state. Send a C seventeen to with. 10,000 illegal aliens to San Francisco. Send them to Sacramento so that Gavin Newsom of that state has to deal with that. This president, and you know what? Republicans need to run on this. They, I want to hear Trump say it. I want to hear DeSantis say it, Ramaswamy, all of these guys. This is what should, they should be running on. Trump should not be attacking DeSantis. DeSantis is not attacking Trump, which is actually a good way to go. They should be attacking Biden because this is all done on purpose. Okay, and in our last story before we get into Barack Obama, India might be changing their name, sort of, the name of the country. So a dinner invitation was sent for the G20, and the Prime Minister Nar Narendra Modi was referred to as not the Prime Minister of India, but the Prime Minister of Bharat. So this could be the first time that India is acknowledging 
that the world is going to acknowledge that India is no longer India. India is the country of Bharat. Now, here's the thing. India has had its name for a thousand years. It's not like India just decided. India became India in 1950. No, India has been India for about a thousand years. But they've also had the name of Bharat. Bharat has been a name of India for thousands of years. Far longer than it's been India. And India has been going. If you even if you check out the, um, you check out the Wikipedia page. They they go by both names, and they've been going by both names, forever. I mean, it, it, thousands of years they've been going by both names. And here's the thing, it, and it it's a big Hindu thing, so that's one of the reasons why uh, Modi is sitting back and saying, "Hey, let's call ourselves Bharat, not India anymore." And they also believe that India is associated with a lot of colonization by the British. I think the French were in there for a while. The Dutch were in there for a while. So they want to kind of get away from the India so they can get away from their history of colonization. The opposition party is not disagreeing here, by the way. The opposition party is saying, yeah, no, we could go by Bharat, but let's keep both names. So the more conservative opposition party is saying, let's go by Bharat and India and let whoever wants to call us whatever call us by that name. Okay, whatever. Go, go at it that way. It, 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 it's kind of interesting to see a country of a billion people sit back and suddenly say we're changing our name. But the reality is they're not really changing their name. They're just going with a name they've already been called. And it doesn't mean India is going anywhere. Chances are India will stay India, but a lot of countries are going to acknowledge it at with that new name. Okay, so conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theories. There has been a, a couple of conspiracy theories involving Barack Obama. And by the way, we're going, this is going to be the first story, though this could be a new story. One of those conspiracy theories is that Michelle Obama is a man. Listen, Michelle Obama is not a man. The kids that Barack Obama has are his kids. They've been married forever. They've acknowledged they've had the typical marriage problems, things like that. So that's one conspiracy theory that I just don't buy. Okay, yes, Michelle Obama is not as beautiful as everyone makes her out to be. Yes, she looks extremely masculine. Yes, she acts extremely masculine. As a matter of fact, we know who wears the pants in the house of the former president, and it ain't Barack Obama, it ain't the former president. It's Michelle Obama. She runs things in that house. And she runs it, looks like she runs it with an iron hand. The other thing that, other conspiracy theory out there, is that Barack Obama used to be a, a cokehead. Now, the more and more we look at it, the more and more it looks like he used to be a cokehead. He used to smoke crack, he used to snort coke, he used to smoke cocaine. I don't think, and by the way, when this stuff was happening, cocaine was pretty common. So, I don't think that conspiracy theory is without some foundation. Now, there hasn't been, there have been people that have sat flat out said that Barack Obama is a cocaine user. There's no question. 
So to sit there and say that's a conspiracy theory is not exactly the case. doesn't seem like a conspiracy theory. It seems like uh, Barack Obama liked the nose candy. And the cons- only conspiracy theory in that whole thing is that nobody's asking any questions about it. And by the way, is that that big of a deal? No, I don't think so. Okay, he used cocaine, so what? It's like Brock, It's like Bill Clinton. The dumbest thing he ever said was that, yes, he used smoked weed, but he never inhaled. That was the dumbest thing. He, yeah, I smoked weed, so what? Okay, Barack Obama, yeah, he used coke, so what? I mean, George W. Bush admitted yeah, I used coke. Yeah, I used coke, and I I used coke, and I was an alcoholic. So what? So let let let's let's take some of our presidential presidents off this mantle that they were great guys. All right, because they're not. The other conspiracy theory is that Barack Obama liked men. He he was sexually attracted to men, and for some reason, this conspiracy theory was ignored. Now. There were multiple people that came out and said this. It wasn't like Barack Obama, this was something that some guy, some fat guy on Reddit, decided to type in. There were guys that said, yeah, I've slept with Barack Obama. One guy, black guy, he's dead now, committed suicide. Okay, a lot of people, the conspiracy theory is that Barack Obama killed him. I guess it's possible he took it something out of the Hillary Clinton playbook. By the way, Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton, 56 people in their circle have committed suicide or died under uh, suspicious circumstances. Don't tell me Bill and Hillary didn't have anything to do. Yes, that's a conspiracy theory, but again, nobody's asking any questions, so we're allowed to be conspiracy theorists if we want. Is it possible Barack Obama killed this guy during his his campaigns from 2008 to 2015? Possible. Possible. But I'm just going to think the guy killed himself. He seemed a little unstable. He was a drug addict. He was prostituting himself, not exactly, and take him, take him to task. I'm not going to sit there and say that this guy wouldn't kill himself in the first place. Tucker Carlson decided to interview a guy. I can't remember his name because this actually is not in my script. Interviewed a guy who said, "Yeah, I had a, 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 a on basically." a sexual relationship, a drug-fueled sexual relationship with Barack Obama. It lasted, it was an overnight thing. That was it. And he talked about it. So this was really interesting. And I'm telling you, Tucker Carlson should win a Pulitzer with all the stuff he's done. He has done some amazing stuff. Now, some of his stuff, yeah, it's a little out there. I wouldn't necessarily agree with it. But this is something very interesting. So here he is discussing his first connection with Barack Obama in the back of a limousine. I'll see if I can find this guy's name because I I can't remember what his name is and I can't seem to find it. Uh, And I still can't find it. So it isn't actually on the the Twitter feed for, for Tucker Carlson. So here he is talking about their first connection in a car. It's a little long, but it's worth it. Let's listen to cocaine i know where to get it what happens next we get back in the limo the driver takes us wherever it is that barack had instructed him to take us i had given barack 250 dollars to pay for coke he gets out comes back um i start putting a line on a cd tray uh, 
to snort. Uh, and you're you're in, in the, the limo. limo. Yep. Driving or parked? No, the driver's driving. Yep. I start to put a line on a, on a CD tray, and I just happen to notice that he pulls something else out of his pocket. And next thing I know, he's got a little pipe and he's smoking. So I don't have an issue with it. I mean, some people smoke, some people snort. Smoking the cocaine. Yes. So as I'm doing a line, I just start... This is the part where you, you know, you kind of make your move to, to see where things are going. So I just started rubbing my hand along his thigh to see where it was going. And it went the direction I had intended it to go. Um, so the night became somewhat active sexually and drug wise in the limo. Um, so you hit on him. Did he seem shocked by that? Not at all. Yeah. I mean, if you're smoking crack with a stranger in the back of a limo, like, you got to imagine things are might go crazy places. Well, not only imagine it, I look at it this way. I, look, I've done a lot of crazy things in my lifetime. I'm a pretty good judge of character, and I pretty much know whether or not I can move in a certain direction with an individual. I didn't feel that I was going in the wrong direction. I just wasn't so sure how much I could trust the individual right. at first. Um, and that was probably one of my bigger concerns. But the fact that I was already becoming somewhat buzzed, eh, you kind of throw caution to the wind. Okay, so this guy's name is Larry Sinclair. If you've heard that name before, it shouldn't shock you because he's actually been talked about before. I mean... He was talked about before during Barack Obama's presidency. So this is the first time I heard this name. This isn't the first time I've heard the guy talk. But he's basically Barack Obama and him. They're in a limo. He's already a state senator. He's having problems with he's having problems with Michelle Obama, which by the way, Michelle Obama confirmed they were having problems at this time. He's in a limo. By the way, all that can be tracked. He's ta Barack Obama is on the way to this guy's hotel room, which can be tracked. He smokes cocaine and gets head from a from a stranger. Basically, this guy's a stranger. Okay, fine. Now. I, I'm going to reserve, I'm, I'll give you my judgment call in at the end of all this. But right now, let's just say, okay, fine, we got it. So Tucker goes in and says, what did you think about all this? What did you think about Barack Obama doing all of this stuff? And he kind of had a really interesting, he had a really interesting response. Let's listen. Right. So it, it's not like this was something that he wasn't into. It's yeah. not something that he was shocked by. Yeah. Uh, shocked by you don't get excited and you don't unbutton your pants and you don't just sit there and let it happen. Yeah. So it wasn't, it definitely wasn't Barack's first time. Uh, that much I'm, I'm absolutely certain of. Uh, and I would almost be willing to bet you it wasn't his last. Okay. So Larry Sinclair wasn't finished there. And by the way, the, the interview is like 41 minutes. If you really want to listen to it, I did not listen to the whole thing. I listened to about the first 20 minutes because I got to tell you something. I know this is going to be weird coming from a conservative. I don't care. 
I really don't care. I already knew Barack Obama was corrupt as hell. I already had an idea Barack Obama was gay. I mean, just listen to him talk. He, we already had enough evidence that he was gay. I mean, my lord, he wrote a letter to his girlfriend about how he wanted to sleep with men, which is weird. But we already have enough evidence that he was gay. There's no, there isn't a whole hell of a lot of secret that he was using cocaine. And none of that stuff is really that important. To be honest with you, it's, it's just not that big of a deal. The thing that drives me crazy is that everyone acted like, no, none of this stuff, it's all conspiracy theory, it's all crap. You know something? Okay, he did this. Just, yeah, I did. So what? It's not going to change anything. Bill Clinton was sticking cigars in a woman in the Oval Office and getting blowjobs. No one cared about that. Do you think anyone's going to care about this, especially in this day, day and time? But no, Barack Obama had to come out with this saint, saintly way. And don't forget, Barack Obama, as much as he talks about how he's pro-trans and all this crap, Barack Obama was anti-gay marriage. So basically, Barack Obama had a down low. But Sinclair wasn't finished. He, he had some more, I guess they had another little uh, uh, another little rendezvous but this rendezvous this this is the rendezvous is not really the story I'm gonna play the whole rendezvous the story is what he said at the end so let's listen let's listen to Larry Sinclair on Tucker Carlson's show it was somewhat interesting because he ends up showing up at my hotel room which I thought was somewhat weird but he wanted some more mm-hmm so when you say he showed up, he just... He showed up. I mean, I had no warning. I was in the room. There's a knock on the door. I opened the door, and he's standing there. And he's standing there with more Coke, and he comes in. And it was just like a quick, you know, rehash or rerun from the night before. Exact same program. Exact same program. Was he smoking again? Yep. So Barack Obama smokes crack, and then you perform yep. full sex on him. And the, like I said, the only reason I had come out in about it is I had reached out to the campaign even in 2007, only because I saw all these kids getting excited about it. Okay, wait, just, I, I just so how did that end? Like Same way. So you get off, you finish smoking, you leave. Like, thanks, bye? Mm-hmm. What did you think of him? I thought he was interesting. Uh, I thought he was definitely a con. But what do you mean by that? Well, in my life at that point, you had you you made it clear I had already been around. Yeah, big time. Yeah, so you know when people are doing things because they actually really enjoy it, or they're sincere, or they're looking, you know, for yeah. a connection. Or they're doing something because they're looking for an in, or they're looking for a hook, or it's a game. Yeah. Uh, so for me, I felt that it was a game for him. It, it was like, okay, what am I going to get out of it? Or is there something I can get out of it other than just, you know, the sexual part? Right. And lucky for me, I wasn't going back to Chicago anytime soon, so it really didn't matter. Okay, first off, for this guy to sit there and say, I thought it was a little weird he showed up. I mean, that says something. I mean, 
this guy, who couldn't be any weirder if you needed to be, thought it was weird that he just showed up one day. Now, all this has been released. All this has been known. We, we, we have enough evidence now that says Barack Obama probably liked Met, probably liked Dick. Barack Obama liked his, his nose candy. Fine. That's not why I, I played all this stuff. It's just to show you that, okay, we're not conspiracy theorists now. We, we know this guy was into that stuff. Here's what annoys the crap out of me. Where's the media on this? If Donald Trump was getting Hummers from a guy after buying cocaine from the street, do you think the media would talk about this? Do you think MSNBC and CNN would be ignoring this? CNN would have 15 people on a panel talking about this. But Barack Obama? No. I mean, the media went with this Steele dossier, which was complete bullshit. I mean, everyone admitted the Steele dossier. The FBI and CIA knew the Steele dossier was bullshit. Trump's main competitor was the one who paid for it and released it. And all of it, there was no evidence any of that stuff happened. The people who compiled the dossier said, yeah, it was bullshit, we just made it up. And they made they went with that for years. Here's a guy who's saying, no, this, this did happen. And he's not the first one that said that. As a matter of fact, now we have letters where Barack Obama himself wrote that he liked that stuff. And no one investigates. And it, it, you sit back and you look at the Hunter Biden debacle. Which, by the way, a lot of the same crap. Prostitutes. Um, cocaine. Crack. Heroin. All involved with Hunter Biden. It's almost the exact same story. And everyone in the meeting, media is ignoring it. Well, if Donald Trump Jr. decided to do this and got caught and decided to leave his, his laptops everywhere in the world with film of him doing all this stuff, do you think it would be ignored? Of course not. I've always said, anyone in the Washington Post, or the New York Times, or CNN, or MSNBC, wants to do a full investigative report of this, they win a Pulitzer Prize. Or they're kicked out of the media for the rest of their lives. No one is, is even curious about this. No one's curious about Hunter Biden. No one's curious about Barack Obama. And by the way, I don't care if Barack Obama was getting his dick sucked by men. It, I don't care. I don't care that while he was, while he was, before he was president, he was snorting and smoking crack. Don't care. As long as he wasn't doing it as president. But the fact that no one seems interested in what, on whether or not this is true just amazes me. Because this is, this is Watergate-level stuff. Books can be written about this for decades. Look at John F. Kennedy. We're still talking about John F. Kennedy and his rendezvous. And he's been dead for 50 years. 
We're still talking about Watergate. And Nixon's been dead since, seven, since the 90s. Just absolutely incredible how we ignore all this stuff. And again, it's stories like this that make you just distrust the media more. Okay, well that's enough for that. So let's let's get into our uh, let's get into our dumbasses of the day. I we've been talking so much. I don't even know if we're gonna get to. I don't even know if we're gonna get to our stories. But I can't skip dumbasses of the day because it's my favorite topic. Okay, so let's get to this guy now. Good news today. Today it is unknowns that are the dumbasses of the day, and they're actually the most fun. Here's a guy who is objecting to a pretty new tradition that parents who are about to have a child are doing that I don't necessarily disagree with this guy. I disagree with him on his premise but I don't disagree on what he's protesting. So let's listen to this guy and uh, talk about it. Why? Why are you doing this at all? Whether it's cupcakes or confetti or balloons, why are you having a big party to celebrate your unborn child's assumed gender? Why are you doing that? Why? What is that about? What is that tied to? Why do you feel the need to like insist on this? To just like assert like girl, 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 or boy, boy, boy. Why is this so important to you? Why are you doing this? Why are you working so hard to enforce something that's so big about a person's identity, like their, their gender, like something that's so big about the way that they're going to experience life and move through the world. And you're just like insisting on this for this unborn person without consulting them, without, uh, without knowing them. Like you haven't met this person yet. You don't even know what kind of person they're going to wind up being. And you're just like, you are pink or you are blue. Why? Why? Why are you doing that? Think about it. Really think about it. I know that you're excited about having a kid. I get that. Cool. But like, just think a little bit about why. Why is it so necessary to have a gender reveal party? It's not. It's weird. Stop. Please. Okay, first things first. I don't know if this is a trans guy or just a gay guy. I think he's just a gay guy. But here, here's why parents have gender reveal parties and they're not concerned with what their kid's going to identify with after he or she goes through public schools, the public school system, is because the parents who got together to have the baby because a man and a woman are necessary to have a baby are in touch with reality. They know that the baby has a penis or doesn't have a penis. And they know if he has a penis, it's a boy. And they know if he doesn't have a penis, he's a girl. That's why. Unlike these crazy people who think that a boy or a girl can just change their sex anytime they desire. So here's that's the reality. Is that the reason they're not listening to your stupid ass 
is because they already know what their kid is and they know it because of reality. You are living in the fantasy world. Outside of that, I completely agree with them. Gender reveal parties are the stupidest effing thing that's out there. I think they're dumb. If I were holding a video, I w- it wouldn't be an it wouldn't be a minute and a half. It would be 20 seconds. Stop having gender reveal parties. They're stupid. Matter of fact, on Rumble, I, I'm going to sit back and probably release a video from a gender reveal party. In Mexico, they were having a gender reveal party, and a plane was going to go over the party and drop, I think it was pink, to represent a girl, and the plane lost its wing while it was uh, flying over the party, and the plane crashed, killing the killing the pilot. Now, again, that's not the parents' fault. That's that of course, watching the gender reveal party, they didn't even know the plane was crashing. That's not that's the pilot's fault. But the fact of the matter is that happens a lot with these gender reveal parties. They're stupid. Okay. So here's another speaking of living in the fantasy world of gender, here is a trans woman, which means a man who's dressed like a woman. Everything else looks like a man outside of the purple hair. Uh, I'm not kidding. He's got purple hair. Go, go, to, go to the website, dumbassestalkingpolitics.com, and actually take a look at some of these videos. All right, and he's basically coming up with the fantasy world where he's misgendered and the reaction is so fantastical. It's a dis- it is going to be a Disney it is going to be a Disney cartoon within the next six months. I'm sure he sent this out. But he has this fantasy scenario of what happens when he's misgendered. So let's, let's listen. Work and a customer called me sir. And I said, um, sir, actually it's a ma'am. And then everyone around started clapping. And the guy who said it actually got arrested. Wow. Talk about a fantasy world. Everyone started clapping because I'm a man. I'm a woman. And even though he looks like a man. I mean, this guy looks like a man. Except for the purple long hair. There is nothing about... His voice is masculine. His face is masculine. His Adam apple is bigger than his balls. I mean, there is nothing about this guy that looks like a woman. And he lives this fantasy of where everyone is cheering him. Because of he's a, he's a woman, or he says he's a woman, and he's been misgendered. And this guy, this evil bastard, gets arrested. Can I tell you something? This is the narcissistic dream of, of these people. These people are pure narcissists. They think everyone gives a living shit that they think they're a woman. No, we all think they're you're nuts. And And it's not a small percentage of people that think you're nuts. It's a majority by a long shot that think you're crazy. 70% of the country thinks you're absolutely insane. And then the th- of the 30% that don't think you're insane, 25 think you're insane. They just won't say it. But this is how these narcissists live. They live in this 
freaking dream world where they think everyone accepts them and this is all normal and if you don't think I'm normal you're going to get arrested and everyone's gonna cheer and yay you know what's sad um Canada's already arresting people for misgendering people this country actually wants to I mean Michigan wants to fine you ten thousand dollars if you misgender somebody. Now, none of that's ever going to get through the courts, but this is what where the country wants to go. Now, not 70, not 95% of the country, just this crazy narcissistic portion. It's so freaking annoying. And you just want to look at this guy and punch him in the face and say, you're, God, you're an idiot. But you can't. You you will actually go to jail. All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna get through this story because I talked about it in the introduction, and I guess we shouldn't be surprised about this, but it really does show you how people are stupid. Uh, it, you know, and it really is the government, as far as I'm concerned, a way of deflecting all the other BS that's happening in the world. So. According to Fox News, the Pentagon on Thursday announced, this is last Thursday, the launch of a new website with an all-domain anomaly resolution office, AARO, which will provide the public with declassified information about UFOs or what the government calls unidentified anomalous phenomena, or UAPs. Pentagon spokesman Brigadier General Patrick Ryder. I mean, we actually got a Brigadier General that's working on this. Wow. Our, yes, there is a good use of our military resources. Making up websites about UFOs for all these morons out there. Said at a press briefing that the new website will provide the public with information including videos and photos associated with resolved UAP cases as they are declassified and approved for public release. Other information, the general said, would be available includes reports, trends, and frequently asked questions, as well as links to official reports, transcripts, uh, press releases, and other resources the public might find useful. Okay, um, <laughs> wow, just, come on, guys, really? The military is wasting resources on this. This is all a deflection, by the way. All this UFO crap is a deflection so that people, that 10% or 15% of the population that believes in conspiracies actually can go running after conspiracies, and that 15 to 20% of the conspiracies, like a lot of people like me, are interested in this UFO crap, but don't believe in it in the first place, and actually have educated disagreements with the pro-UFO crowd on whether UFOs exist or not. Hint, hint, hint. I don't think UFOs exist. There's no proof that UFOs exist. And I've had religious arguments with these people about that. Well, you believe in God. You've never seen God. Okay, what? You know, that kind of crap. Listen, this is nothing but the conspiracy I have is the government is releasing all this crap to get our attention away from the real bullshit that's happening in the government. All right, there are no UFOs. There are no little green men. 
if there were UFOs and they had the technology to get here, they would be talking to us or they would destroy the earth. I mean, there's no reason to believe there are UFOs. We would see them more often. It's like Bigfoot. There's no Bigfoot. If there's Bigfoot, he would have died by now. We would have seen Bigfoots lying around, buried somewhere, or Bigfoot's body buried. It's so stupid. But the government, hey, they're they're dealing with this group psychosis, and, and now they're making websites showing dots in pictures. So they got bunches of pictures that the military caught with dots on them. And the dots moved really fast, and they don't know what it is. Or the guy who took the picture wasn't told what it was by the secret agency that actually had that dot moving around. That's how stupid this whole thing is. So I haven't seen the website yet. I, I I'm gonna I'm actually gonna go find the website after the podcast and take a look at it, and then I'll tell you tomorrow whether it's a legitimate website or whether it is the bullshit that I think it's probably going to be. And by the way, I'm I'm in for a good conspiracy theory like anybody else. I I, I love conspiracy theories. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of the conspiracy theories that I like to look into are actually turning out to be true. Great Reset, that's turning out to be true. We know that's true. There's 15 books on it by the side that believes in the Great Reset. Uh, uh, Barack Obama being gay and, and a, a coke addict, yeah, that's turning out to be true. That's not really much of a conspiracy. Hunter, Bi- Hunter Biden taking millions from foreign countries, that's turning out to be true. So, yeah, I guess it's getting kind of boring that these conspiracy theories are actually turning out to be all true, but whatever. So I hope you guys have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. I will be doing a podcast tomorrow simply because I still have a bunch to talk about. I hope you have a great day. God bless and love you all. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.